0: Welcome to Real Health. Real People. I'm Heather Crawford and I'm Sarah Frappier. And we're here to talk about real health for real people. Is it over? What's up? Alright. What do we want to say at the beginning? I don't know what we want to say at the beginning. Um, welcome to Real Health Real People. I'm Heather. I'm Sarah. It's getting salty today. Super salty. So salty. The saltiest of salties. (laughs) It's also going to be really Himalayan.
1: Mm. Himalayan Himalayan-y. Himalayan-y?
0: Is that even a thing? Where are the Himalayas? Himalayas? Oh, well, I guess this probably tells us right here. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right, so... (laughs) It was real awkward, and I don't know if we're going to use any of it. I well just feel real uncomfortable with everything that would just happen. Can
1: we Get Himalade.
0: <laughs> Himalade. Himalade. Yeah, I think probably there's. I don't think there's people. There's Himalayans though.
1: There's no Himalayans. Well, who lives on the Himalayas? <laughs>
0: I have no idea. Aren't they if,
1: mountains? If
0: any of that is factual. I, the Himalayans are mountains.
1: So, yeah, I would think that they're Himalayans, right?
0: <laughs> that live on the mountains. I don't know. Maybe. Email us. I mean, there's not. <laughs> if you're a Himalayan. There's not like Rockians on the Rocky Mountains. Uh, that's true. Or, but are there Appalachians? Sure. Oh my gosh, clearly we do not know anything about mountains. <laughs> so moving on to our actual topic, yes. because that was all awful. And clearly, while we know about science, we know absolutely nothing about geography. I
1: actually failed geography.
0: Like, do you not even know where the states are?
1: I could not point them out. I can show you Texas and California and Tennessee. And so the big ones. <laughs> no, I really can't tell you (laughs) and please don't give me directions with east and west like say turn left or turn right because i have no idea so you need
0: landmarks yes you need like turn left at the wendy's right
1: not go west on this street i'm like how am i supposed to know which way is west (laughs) to me west is left (laughs)
0: <laughs> just anytime someone anytime. says west you turn left
1: right you realize like...
0: that's completely inaccurate if you're going south though
1: exactly but i memorized the map as west was my left hand and east was my right hand only if your head is north and that is
0: all i know only if you're pointing due north
1: yeah but how am i supposed to know which way i'm pointing
0: <laughs> you could read the street signs i could
1: or um, my husband says that my car tells me if I just look. Oh, you have
0: a GPS situation on your Well, it tells
1: you what direction you're go you're mm.
0: facing. See, my car's not that fancy. But
1: then that I feel like that takes calculations. Okay, I'm facing northeast. And I'm supposed to go west. I can't do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just tell me to turn left. She's just gonna turn left. Just Anytime turn left. she's if you tell her west she's going left, people. <laughs> this we know. All right. Back to those Himalayans. Himalations. Yes. Well, we... So, we are actually going to be talking about Himalayan salt lamps. Yes. I don't know if any of you have seen these or heard of these. They're all over the Everywhere. place. Everywhere. Everywhere. And a lot of people I know have them. I do not. I have one. Heather has one.
1: I have one on my desk because um, of all the things that... They said they would do for me. Oh. And <laughs> also they're
0: really pretty. They're, it is
1: really pretty.
0: So, I mean, Himalayan salt is basically just rock salt. It's mm-hmm. a different kind of salt, which is, you know, NACL. But it also has this 2 to 4% polyhalite, which is basically like potassium, calcium, magnesium, sulfur, oxygen, hydrogen, fluoride, iodine, and micro amounts of about 80 other different trace minerals. So there's a lot lot of of stuff. stuff. And there's also, um, they have veins uh, that give it like a pinkish, reddish, Mm -hmm. red color. And I think that's why they're so popular in terms of visually.
1: It really is super pretty.
0: So they're basically just these like hollowed out chunks of this salt. Mm -hmm. And they have light bulbs in them. Yes. And then you turn them on (laughs) in your house. Yep. And... They are supposed to do amazing things. Oh, all kinds of things. So, natural living proponents and
1: other fans of the Himalayan salt lamps, they claim that the negative salt ions released, do you say ions? Ions, yeah. Ions. 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 (laughs) Ions. I'm southern, is ions. Ions. Anyway. <laughs> ions. <laughs> no, f- it just sounds weird. <laughs> I know,
0: I don't know which way to say it.
1: <laughs> but anyway, the negative salt ions released by heating can boost blood flow, improve sleep, increase levels of serotonin, when that's the thing that makes us happy, um, and calm allergy and asthma symptoms. That's super exciting. They also say that the negative ions um, help you prevent the buildup of, like, static electricity and also the electromagnetic radiation from your common household things like TVs.
0: Yeah, it says they negate radioactive waves or electric smog emitted by electrical devices and offer protection from airborne toxins that could be floating around us. And they make your oxygen flow to your brain increased.
1: Right, and it said, like... It'll even, like, purify the air. Like, if you have a smoker, it would, you know, pull the smoke out of the air. Um, So I thought that was really interesting. Reducing the asthma symptoms, that has
0: to do with the breathing. Oh, I saw this one quote that said, from one of the distributors, it says, You don't know what you're missing if you've never owned a Himalayan salt lamp. It's like having an open window, a softly glowing natural source of fresh clean air on your desk, in your living room next to the bed, or anywhere you choose to put it.
1: Exactly. So it was like, um, buy me one. So I got one as a gift.
0: Yeah, these claims are pretty fantastic. I mean, if you hear all of these things and you read all of these ads and you see like, this is what it's claiming. Right. um Yeah. Why wouldn't you leto. want some of that? Why wouldn't you want a open window of fresh air <laughs> on your desk? Right. Put one in every room of the house. Right? I know some people that have them in every room every of the room. house, and I know I. Uh, a friend of mine that lives in Florida, I was staying with her, and she has one as a nightlight.
1: Mm, and she yep. used to
0: sleep with it next to her bed. Yeah, it on. says to help you sleep better. Mm-hmm. So she would turn it on every night, and she swore that by it that it was doing these amazing, wonderful things. So, of course, being who we are and what this is all about, we wanted to say, are these claims true? Right. Are they true? Because,
1: like, I want... If it's sitting on my desk... And I feel like every time I'm sitting at my desk, I should feel happier.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know, the serotonin should be flowing. Yeah. So, because there are proof, there is definitely a lot of scientific proof that negative ions do have benefits. Right. So, there's... A lot of actual hard science that says these that negative ions do good things for us not necessarily ones generated by something like this but just in general. in general that right. negative ions do because
1: well, w- negative ions are found in nature mm-hmm. right so like in what like, like waterfalls. If
0: you stand by a waterfall, you're in the presence of like negative ions if you are standing outside shortly before or after a thunderstorm. Yeah. There's negative ions as a result of the electricity mm-hmm.
1: in
0: it's the so, air. It's so crazy, nature. Oh, nature. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's a lot of like negative ion generators, like actual machines that are built specifically to generate negative right. ions that have been scientifically proven to actually provide some of these benefits that these Himalayan salt lamps claim.
1: Yeah, well, I found a study done a long time ago. In 1966, there was a hospital in Jerusalem that had um, this negative ion generator. And so they had, I think it was 36 infants that were struggling to breathe. So they had different forms of asthma or breathing problems. So they took half of them and cared for them in a ward without any ion change and the other half in the ward with the generator and the one was with, with the generator were breathing better. They didn't cry as often or even cry as loud. That's crazy. Mm. Um, Than they did in the normal air. So that was really cool. So that I think that's kind of where everybody was like, oh, this works. How can we bottle it up?
0: Yeah. There was another study in the American Journal of Psychiatry um, that showed that high concentrations of negative ions could aid in treatment of seasonal affective disorder. Yes. So, which they also call SAD. Yes. So, you know, when you get those wintertime. <laughs> blues. Sleepy blues. Um, a 2006 and a 2013 study showed that negative ions at very high concentrations do have an effect on improving your mood. Um, so, with all of this, showing it like it helps your mood, helps sleep in infants, right. helps, you know, have a calming effect. You can see why. Okay, yes. So negative ions do good things. Good There's things. scientific evidence of that. These this Himalayan salt, which is also shown to have some research supporting that it does good. you know wonderful things. Why would you not? Again, want to put one put of these beautiful together. things yes. in your home and you can see how this would be an amazing opportunity for a company to say, "Hey, Let's make some money off of this amazing (laughs) thing that they claim will do all of these amazing, wonderful benefits for you. Yes. But, is that really what's happening? Let's find out. Ooh, (laughs) dun-dun-dun. We really need to get some sound effects on
1: this, mother. Watch. Watch, I'm going to add some. Stay tuned, people,
0: because when you listen to this, there will be a sound effect. Ooh, Ah! that is (laughs) amazing. That is a big claim over here from Heather. We're just learning how to edit, and she's talking about throwing in some sound effects. It'll be like a like a car horn. Like right. Or like a bike horn. Like, right. like a little... You should or... totally make your own sound effects. That was perfect bike horn. I think it was. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so, anyway, first of all... In trying to, you know, we did all this background research and all of that and we're like, oh, okay. So, you know, I'm on my Google, I'm on all of my normal searchable sites and looking for all this stuff. And I will tell you, it was almost impossible to find any, literally any, published scientific journal articles, either proving or disproving. Right, the same. Himalayan all dance. Same on my searches. All of my tried and true areas and sites that I look at and all these great things, they gave me, like, not a lot. Mainly, all of the stuff that either, you know, especially the stuff that supports it comes from, like, nature blogs or
1: companies companies, that are
0: manufacturing or, you know, these um, holistic healers that really believe in all kinds of natural therapy. Right. Which you know, there's nothing wrong with that. And there's a lot of natural therapy that 100% is amazing. Yes. But this is the kind of sources that I found that were in favor of. And then there were some like independent sites written by doctors or scientists that had done their own independent experiments, but had not published them in any kind of a peer reviewed journal. Right. So we were kind of dealing with nothing in terms of actual exactly. actual gold standard or peer reviewed yes printings or publications
1: um i did see um something i didn't mention earlier was the actual himalayan salt lamps they don't emit the negative ions themselves what they're <laughs> what they're saying is um that since salt is hydro hold on how do you say it hygroscopic which means that they attract water molecules from the air that is trapping all these impurities into the salt and trapping them there. And then the heat of the lamp is supposed to, I don't know, change it into the negative
0: ions. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, to speak to that then, there is a study that was done in aerosol and air quality research, which is a peer-reviewed journal, in 2011. And they basically did research on salt crystals and whether or not they do send off negative ions into the air. And there was no physical mechanism where a salt crystal sends negative ions into the air without an energy input. Just heating the inside up with an incandescent lamp warms the lamp a bit, but does not create any measurable amount of negative ions.
1: Interesting. Mm
0: -hmm. Because
1: what the companies are saying is... um, the heat from the bulb is what is going to release those negative ions. It says it on their website.
0: Yeah, and actually there also was a group of scientists that saw these claims, and they wanted to kind of get to the bottom. Right. And so they, like us, were not able to find a lot on the line, so they decided to call the companies directly. And I actually have some of the the transcript of like one of the conversations, and- so the scientist says um she's actually her name is Jennifer Large she's a physicist and she called one of these companies and she basically was like I was looking at your website I was wondering how they actually work and the customer service rep said well um when it's warmed the heat from the bulb or the candle it's like a reaction with the salt that produces the ions So then Mm -hmm. the scientist says, oh, okay, I've studied science a little. (laughs) Mind you, she's like this PhD physicist. Right. I've studied science a little, and I was thinking that the bonds that hold the salt together are quite strong. And I was wondering if there was enough energy in an ordinary light bulb or a lamp bulb to release them. And the customer service rep said, well, they do get quite warm. (laughs) I mean, I'm going by other scientific evidence that it works. And the scientist said, okay, which evidence is that? And she's like, well, there are lots of sites that tell you about salt lamps. And is there anything more concrete than a website? I haven't got anything more concrete, no. (laughs) So this was a conversation held directly with the customer service rep back in 2007 where that, and they did this to multiple other companies where they called and they had these one-on-one conversations, none of which resulted in any sort of, Look at this concrete study, look right. at this research, look at this specific thing. It all just referred them in a circle back to the, back website. To the website, which claimed all of these things. So clearly, there's no substance behind these claims. Mm-hmm. And kind of cursory well, basically, studies that are done related to the salt lamps are kind of disproving that salt in general, when heated, would produce. would produce the ions. Right. So right. they weren't necessarily done exactly on the lamps, um, except for one I did find, but it wasn't published. Again, it was just from his personal website, a Caltech professor, Jack Beecham, um, who's an expert in ions. He actually hooked up one of the most popular salt lamps sold on Amazon to his quadrupole ion mass spectrometer, which basically it's an instr- instrument that sucks air from, if you put a solid in front of it and you suck air around it, It'll detect whatever ions, whether it be positive or right. negative or whatever. Wait, say, say the word again. Quadrupole ion trap mass spectrometer. Ooh, say mm. it again. <laughs> mass spectrometer. Which I know tons and tons about because I spent my entire graduate student career working on mass spectrometers. That sounds super awesome. Yeah. And um, they're really large machines. And so I remember one time late at night... I had gone out with friends to a bar and gotten drunk. And then I went into the lab to, you know, finish up something on the instrument. And I was like, does this count as operating heavy machinery? (laughs) Like, I was so... And my friend was in there drunk. She's like, "I don't know." Like, we were—we probably should not have been doing research at midnight drunk after being. I'm pretty sure
1: that it probably. Yeah, it might have. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I don't believe I used those experiments in any of my actual uh, (laughs) dissertation work because I'm pretty sure it was all just ridiculous. But, but I digress. Right. (laughs) So anyway, he hooked up. Uh, and turned on his salt lamp, put it at the entrance to his ion trap mass spectrometer, and was unable to detect any negative ions or any positive ions, um, and that the bulb does heat the rock salt, but it doesn't do anything. Hmm. So this, again, it wasn't published, but, you know, it was an experiment done that was published on his website, Jack Beecham's at Caltech. Right. Um, Another thing I found that was funny is that back in January of this year, um, reported by the Denver News, that some were actually recalled for shock and fire hazards. Yeah, that doesn't sound <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe this company was trying to like use a higher wattage a in order to, to like, more. Yeah. I don't know, like improve the <laughs> amount of ions that they may be able to generate. I don't know. But yeah, so make sure if you were actually going to buy one that you do research list. make sure
1: it wasn't
0: recalled. <laughs> um, in everything that I have found, it's not looking good for Himalayan salt lamps, And that's sad
1: because there's a lot of um, exciting things that they claim that can happen. But someone asked me, because I posted a picture of mine online one day, and so someone said, oh, I'm so excited to get one, like, Has it made you feel any different? And I was like, honestly, no, I haven't noticed anything, but it is really pretty on my desk.
0: I mean, you don't feel like an open-air window breeze (laughs) as you're sitting next. You don't smell the mist of a waterfall Mm. or... Right after a rain, or you don't <laughs> you don't sleep with it by your bed, so
1: no, I just have it on my. You desk. haven't
0: been able to notice any improvement in your sleep. And-
1: no, and and I am really um, an unorganized person, and I haven't felt any more
0: focused or organized <laughs> either. <anymore. laughs> so I don't know. Do you cry quieter? Than you? <laughs> like those normal? infants, right? That- <laughs> I don't cry as often or as loud, but. <laughs> um, So yeah, so it looks like what we're looking at is, yes, negative ions do have positive effects. However, these Himalayan salt lamps don't actually produce them.
1: No. So basically, if you want these results, you've got to get an
0: ion, negative ion generator. Yeah. High density corona discharge ionizers. I wonder what
1: those are. I should have looked one up. It's probably lofty priced. Yeah. Like a huge machine. It's what it sounds like. Yeah.
0: Oh, I did also find another claim that said negative ions measured outdoors around a thunderstorm in the distance were much greater than anything ever measured from a salt lamp. Tested. Yes. So, if you want the benefits that these lamps are claiming, go stand outside before a Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just go stand out near the rain. I'm totally going to do that. Or go hike by a waterfall. You know,
1: I think it would be super fun. Like, that's the experiment I'm going to do. The next yeah. time there's going to be a thunderstorm, just stand outside. I'll stand outside. And see. see if
0: I cry quieter. <laughs> <laughs> well, they say too, um, like, allow that, like, because you do get them from, like, waterfalls and stuff. And something I was reading said that after you go hiking and you stand by a waterfall, like, you feel invigorated mm-hmm. and the sound of the waterfall and everything. And then people get these, like, um, Noisemakers that sound like waterfalls or the home waterfalls, and they'll try to sit next to it and they don't feel anything, right? They don't get the same effect. Well, one, because you're inside, but two, because they think it will be like similar if they right. can hear or the sound. the memory, but yeah. um, it's because the negative ions aren't present, Aww. so yeah, oh, it
1: still sounds pretty, I'm sure. I know. So, basically, the Himalayan salt lamps are a really beautiful decoration. They have an attractive glow. And they're, you know, they're not very expensive. So, you know, if you still want one, go for it. Yeah, I think
0: I saw, what, on Amazon? Like 20, 25 bucks Mm -hmm. for some of the more popular brands. Yeah. And I know that they have them in all those little, um, like, hippie stores mm-hmm. that you go and you see in the mall and they have all the really yes. cool yeah. lamps and all the cool stuff in there I used to have a mister from one of those places it's like it was like a bowl and you turned it on and it like bubbled the water into Aww. like this flowy mist with colors and that um, sounds fun I know I liked it and then it got broken at a Halloween party mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet you cried really loud because you didn't have any <laughs> negative ions. <laughs> I didn't have any negative ions to calm my nerves, so I wailed. <laughs> I just wailed for an hour because my mister got broken. Well, but no, yeah, so you can get them at stores like that. and Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not going to get rid of mine. I
1: still love it. Yeah. Even if it doesn't do any of these mind-blowing when things. Well, they are. They're very
0: aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. And, you know, I wonder, too, um, you know, if some of these people that they do, they, like, swear by them they say right. oh my gosh i have this in my home and it's amazing and you just have to wonder if it's that placebo effect yeah exactly kind of like taking a sugar pill you yes. know like it's placebo effect you have this and you expect to feel calmer so you, so do. you feel calmer
1: and which is good if that's working for you let it keep
0: working yeah i always said that people are like oh it's just a placebo effect i'm like so right if it's working it's working i mean if i was really stressed out and you're like here take this and it's like I don't know, just water in a pill, right. but I think that it's going to make me calm and then I'm calmer. Well, give me another water right. pill. <laughs> I, I mean, if yes. it's not hurting me, exactly, then, and it's actually making me feel better, like psychologically. Yeah. Then... Well, and that's the thing, like the, the lamps are
1: not hurting you. They're no. just not helping you,
0: right? So we didn't find anything that said that having this lamp will create problems. Right. I mean, with the exception of one that was recalled because oh, of, yes. shock, of fire, because of shock or fire hazard. Yeah, we don't want that one. Um, But that's more the electrical workings <laughs> yes. of the lamp, and I'm pretty sure any lamp could have that Absolutely. type of an issue if not wired correctly. But yeah, so they don't create any harmful effects. Mm-mm. They are aesthetically pleasing. They don't, unfortunately. They're not valid on all these great claims, but you know, if you want to get one, have it on your yeah desk looks or in your house or your bed lamp, or you want to use it as a nightlight for your child who's scared of the dark, right? You know, or in my case, my friend who's almost forty years old, <laughs> <laughs> use it as a nightlight. Well, mm, uh, whatever. But scientifically, we would have to say that they are debunked.
1: Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> see we're good at our own sound effects insert sound effects here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hilarious <laughs> and i'll end because i like this little this little saying it said suggesting that a himalayan salt lamp can generate enough negative ions to benefit your health is like suggesting that a farmer could water 30 acres of farmland with a handheld spray bottle hmm <laughs> Mm -hmm. so just keep that in mind you would have to burn like a thousand lamps for a thousand hours (laughs) a little bit of benefit to even be catching a little bit so we have a user question a user question we have a listener (laughs) question we got a podcast user question (laughs) (laughs) oh we got a great this is addicts corner (laughs)
1: We have a great question from a listener, um, because in recording this, um, the Super Bowl just happened in 2017, so it was Super Bowl 51, and I had posted an article about Tom Brady and his diet, so he's very um, strict on his diet. He's like 80% plant-based, but he also eliminates the, the nightshade vegetables, so... Those are things like bell peppers and tomatoes, some really? eggplant. Right. And so the reason he does this is because he doesn't want to feel bloated, is what the article said. So the, the question was, um, you know, I was reading the article, are bell peppers and tomatoes bad foods and how do they cause bloating? Because she'd never heard of this before. And so I looked it up just because, you know, all vegetables are good for us. We always say, eat as many vegetables as you want. Yeah. And that's still true. Eat as many fresh, raw fruits and vegetables as you want. They're super good for you. The nightshade vegetables tend to have higher levels of alkaloids. And so if you already have a condition that causes great inflammation, so like arthritis was one, um, sometimes these vegetables just being so high in the alkaloids can um, cause that inflammation to be worse. So that is where um, they're getting that information from. But again, I say eat your veggies, and if you are struggling, maybe with your arthritis, um, that could be something to check out.
0: Yeah. Let's see. I'm actually looking up Yeah, look up while they're Nightshades. Called. The name is quite mysterious and even sounds a bit spooky and onus. Mm-hmm. Uh, ominous ominous. Ominous. <laughs> ominous. <laughs> I'm tempted to comically entitle this Attack of the Deadly Nightshades. <laughs> <laughs> nice little nice little blurb. Oh, okay. According to nutritional researcher, author, and Cornell University instructor Norman Childers, or Childers, in in his scholarly and highly documented The Nightshades in Health, he says the origin of the word nightshade is actually not clear. Hmm. He has described that old English writings describe these plants as nightshades because of their evil and loving nature of the night. Oh, ooh. Mm. it sounds like a vampire. I know. A translation of this description could mean that these plants are believed to be more active at night than in the daylight. Mm.
1: That makes sense. That makes sense.
0: But they have a history of both mystical danger and scientific caution, and they were used in shamanism, witchcraft, and even poisonous murder. Ooh. <laughs> murder. So these. Vegetables just got serious. Yeah, they did. Man, these nightshades <laughs> have a bad rap. Not only are they mystical, but they're murderous. Mm-hmm. Holy moly. Anyway, I still eat them.
1: Oh, yeah, I definitely <laughs> still eat them. Like I said, unless you're dealing, like, if you're still struggling, like, with, you know, I don't know, abs or arthritis, things that are inflammatory, and you're, like, having trouble with it still. Then you might want to look into something like this.
0: Like, maybe if
1: I cut out the tomatoes, you know, it'll help. Right, so
0: it's more of, like, if your body specifically has trouble yeah. digesting them. Absolutely.
1: And but, that's true of
0: any food, because sometimes yeah, our bodies react sure. to any food, so...
1: But even going back to the Super Bowl, though, because... I'm an Atlanta Falcons fan, and they lost at the fourth quarter. It was super sad. I know. What the heck was that comeback all about? It was crazy. But I'm also a huge Tom Brady fan. My son loves the Patriots. He's always loved Tom Brady. And, you know, he's married to a supermodel, and they are so strict about their diet. And I just have to say that Tom Brady and I are the exact same age. Mm. And he has no plans of retiring because he is still performing at peak performance. And I just have to say... I don't think it's a coincidence that his diet and his performance are so so high. I mean, you said he's eighty percent plant based. It said, yeah, his his chef posted an article, and so he's he eighty percent fruits and vegetables, all organic. And if they want like a treat, he'll add some like lean chicken breast. (laughs) Like they're real, they're real strict about it. But he's thirty nine years old, and he's um, still in the NFL best
0: as the best quarterback. He's
1: the literally. The winningest
0: quarterback of all time. Winningest. Yep. I always found that odd that that was actually a word. Winningest. I don't know if it is. (laughs) I think we've just made up all kinds of words. (laughs) And apparently geographical things. Yes. (laughs) We, I'm sure, are going to get lots of corrections from our listeners. <laughs> On the that's not correct. That's not correct. <laughs> we just may have lost a substantial amount of credibility <laughs> with our mispronunciations and lack of geographical oh, knowledge. That's okay. Again, I am a scientist. Right, not a geographicalist. <laughs> that's another word (laughs) and with that we should probably stop before we just we probably should yeah we're going to make our own dictionary that's what we're going to (gasps) do yes we're just going to have all of our words and give them definitions let's do it and publish our own dictionary because you can publish your own books online (laughs) and we can call it it's been real it has been real and just remember if it seems too good to be true it's probably not real We should have been funnier.